Hi, hello, welcome. This is Gary Rogowski for Splinters, our now monthly summer podcast on things so vaguely related to woodworking. It's, but this time, it's got nothing to do with it. So, there, it's out in the open. Today's chat is called Dead Bird. It was the 4th of July. I was roaming around my place out in the country and found a dead bird. To find a dead bird out here is one of the facts of life. It happens too often, but it does happen. It can shock or make you sad. It, it has always held a sense of the tragic for me, as if I could have saved this small life if only I had been around. But what would I have done? Open the window is about to hit? Startle its rival before their fight for the bird baths? It all happens out here in the forest and canyonlands so quickly that my hand ringing or hand waving wouldn't have helped. I'd have simply stood around to watch it happen, my lifeless hands at my side. I'm glad I missed its demise. The finality of the situation does always press on one. Something must be done. Not for the sake of decorum, a respect for the dead in particular, or the avian world in general. I doubt that the other birds are offended by this death. I can make no nod to nature's judgment, but something must be done, because otherwise the ants will come and swarm over the dead body. I've seen dead birds crawling with ants. It's part of the process, one, one method, yet it doesn't seem fair to me somehow. Now, I understand that in the city on a wintry, damp day, you'll see an ant-encrusted drowned worm giving themselves up to the fate of consummation by the ant family. But out here in the drylands east of the Cascades, it seems like piling on to me, adding insult atop of fatal injury. To put it plainly, the ants rule out here. Oh, they may not seem like a formidable presence, something you just brush off your sleeve or pick off your food. Oh, it's just one, you say to yourself, just an ant. <laughs> oh, you are so wrong. Once the ants decide on a route to another tree, everyone has to obey their decision. Ant masses will blacken a trail for hundreds of feet across the rocks, over the yard, around a big rock, a straight line through the brown grass, to some hidden destination, but more likely, another oak tree. If they decide they're going to go over the rock wall, I can't sit on it anymore because they will include me in their path. Slow down. Slow down your pace. Bend down and tighten your focus, and you will see a teeming passage of them on the ground, four to six lines wide, moving in both directions from one tree to another, a mass migration of something information, food, and interior design change? Well, it was one day, a wintry month, and I had returned from a long weekend away to find that my refrigerator had shut off. Opened it up. It smelled. The light didn't come on. I said, hmm. So I went and checked the circuit, and this electric circuit alone had been tripped. and must have been several days because the food had spoiled in the freezer. What could have done this? 
Nothing else had been shut off in the house. My reliable stove clock, the digital clock, was not blinking at me. That's the true document of a full blackout if it lasts one second or for several hours. My stove clock never resets itself. And so when the power goes out, it blinks at me to always tell the tale that there was a power outage. Power outage. Power outage. Yet this clock beamed at me its steady digital piece. I inspected the electrical panel. There on top of the one tripped breaker were a dozen ants warming themselves, I guess, on the memory of the tiny current that had once rested there. They must have swarmed it until several, or one, who's to say, annihilated themselves and tripped the breaker. For me, this was the call to arms. Got to deal with this. What recourse did I have then to begin smooshing them? The result? As you may imagine, more ants took their place. This strategy of mine required time then. A steady hand around the wiring in an electrical panel and more patience than I could muster. The ants always replaced themselves no matter how many I killed. And they're a funny kind of ant too because when I kill one of these, the rest speed up their pace because they knew a giant was around squishing their kind. But they always kept coming back too. Now, I remember being a boy out in the farm country of Illinois as a youth and flying my plane around and around my house. It was a Spitfire, I think, or maybe it was a Mustang. But my imagination took me around the house, stomping out ants whenever they were foolish enough to show their face. Since it was a big house and I was a small boy, it took me some time to make a full circuit of the place. Counterclockwise, why would I remember that? By the time I had completed a circuit, the ant army had retrieved the dead bodies of their fallen comrades. Where had they gone? I didn't know, but their replacements came back quickly. But these electrical panel ants were different. It was, a, it was dangerous in there. And it was dangerous in there. I couldn't be hitting things with a hammer or washing things away with a hose. So I decided to take out a familiar weapon, garlic. I chose the garlic root. I placed one clove on top of the now reset and functioning breaker. And with enough warmth to cook its aroma, the ants took a sniff and in an hour or so went elsewhere for the winter, much to my relief. But this was a rare, happy strategy. Very rare, happy strategy. I had gotten lucky. You trot out your can of poison, silly human. The ants will return. Try to drown them or burn them, oh, laughable boy of summer. These measures will stop the ant army only for a time. The spring, I had a vigorous group of ants set up a thoroughfare past my back door. They never intruded, but I posted a boundary line just in case. In the spirit of peaceful coexistence, I placed a hefty line of coarse salt and a clove of garlic in their track just outside my door. This defense was met by presumably Italian ants because they swam over the garlic and salt, not repelled by it at all. I did not give in to them and drizzle it with a good olive oil on top. My largesse has its limits, after all. But they, they seemed to have no problems with my defenses. And then, one day, they up and left. It's curious what goes on in, in this ant world. They're everywhere. The ants are as strong as the North Vietnamese and as numberless as the stars. Pay attention to history. Do not poke at them. 
Give them room. Maybe they'll leave you alone. It is our only hope. But I still had to take care of that situation with the bird. Remember the bird? It was a juvenile robin's body I found. The spotted breast and time of year made its youth easier to spot. I grabbed a pointed shovel and scooped up the body. Even a middleweight like a robin feels like nothing on the end of a shovel. I took it down the hill to some soft ground. I dropped the robin down and stuck my spade in, levered out a chunk of duff and oak leaves and pine cones, and, and then another shovel filled with dirt. This was enough to cover up the body, which I set into the hole and covered it up. Safe from the ants, at least. Well, enjoy your summer picnics. Try to go to an ant-proof park. You understand, we're living in their world. Let's try not to upset them, shall we? This has been Gary Rogowski. Ah, oh, woodworking. It's great fun. I don't have ant problems in the shop. And please check out our website on that interesting segue. Please check out our website, northwestwoodworking.com. Take a look at the online classes that we have available. We have a new video series coming up in September called Setting Up Shop. That's going to be fun. 20 lectures every other Saturday for eight months, nine months. Starts in September, end of September, and runs through June. So. Lots to talk about in setting up shop and, and projects with each class. So, and all stuff for the shop, all stuff for the shop. So that's going to be fun. And, and check out the online mastery program page and the gallery. Please check out the gallery. I've got some new work of my graduate students up there now. There's some great stuff. So please check that out. Support me on coffee.com. If you've got nothing better to do today, <laughs> I really do appreciate it, but I remember a student saying, oh, you got to get a podcast. You're going to make so much money. Yeah, that's just what's happened. It's just a dynamo. But it is fun. I enjoy doing them. But there's so much to talk about. Take care of yourselves out there. Watch out for the ants. Adios. Adios.